What is up? Welcome to the Walk Show Podcast. This is your host, Walker Near. The music for today's show is provided by Misha Zarin, so many thanks to Misha. I strongly encourage people to check out their local food bank to see how they can help, as food banks like the Ozarks Food Harvest here in my hometown are helping families overcome food insecurity, which is a problem we need to solve. Also, you can follow me on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at The Walk Show or The Walk Show Pod. All the links are in the show notes. I had such a great time recording this episode with Jamie Jenkins of Hello Black Man. Hello Black Man is a guided journal that has been created as a tool to bridge the gap of communication needs. I personally love the practice of journaling, and what Jamie has created is a wonderful tool for folks to either get started with journaling or to better get to know themselves. Let's get on to the conversation with Jamie. Welcome to the Walk Show Podcast. Jamie Jenkins, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing tonight, man? I'm doing great, man. Great, 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 great. Glad to be here. Awesome. Glad to hear it. Um, so, Jamie, you have a, uh, a company um, called Hello Black Man that is um, a, and I'll, I'll ask you to explain it because I don't want to misstate it, but but it's, it's a guided journal that's kind of designed to be a, a tool to help people communicate not only with others, but, but also just with themselves. Is that, is that accurate? That's very accurate. That's 100% accurate. It's just a tool. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, I mean, I guess, obviously, I just gave a little brief synopsis, but maybe a little more detail. What is what is Hello Black Man? If someone was to, to go and look at this on Amazon or on your website, like what would they what would they be really getting into? What they will see was that they will see a journal series, movement of transparency and communication. It's just an opportunity for someone that looks like me to be more open first with themselves. Uh, I think uh, we live in a very media-driven uh, society right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of narratives are painted, painted for you, uh, you know, swayed one way or another. You know, you see certain clips, you don't see certain things. Uh, certain things, you know, it, it's it's a narrative, and I think that uh, there's a lot on uh, there's a lot on people's minds, and I don't think that they have an opportunity to really express themselves without some type of back and forth or why should you think that way or why you should think that way. Uh, I'll just give you an example. Uh, you are you a football guy? A little bit, a little bit. Okay. I'm not like every Sunday, but I'm familiar. I'm more okay. of an NBA guy. <laughs> NBA guy. So who, who's your favorite team? Um, oh man, I'm probably it's probably not going to be good. But I mean, right now I'm I'm, cheer- I'm, I'm rooting for the Lakers because I love LeBron's okay. legacy, and I'm I'm. If it wasn't the Lakers, I'd be pulling for the Heat. You know what I mean? Okay. But, understood. But I, understood. But I got to go LeBron because it's him. <laughs> but, no, but no matter what your answer is, if you're having a conversation with a person, they're going to have a rebuttal. They're yep. going to tell you why your team isn't the best team or why you shouldn't like LeBron or what he hasn't done. Yep. That, that's, that's normal. And so uh, with me, it's, it's the same. It's, it's the exact same thing with my kids, with my significant other. Uh, no matter what my point of view is, I'm not able to fully express it without having to combat uh, someone else's, you know, full range of an opinion. So now I'm in defense mode. Well, this is why I like. This is why I do this. This is why I do this. Well, you do this because of this. I think you do because of this. So the back and forth is kind of draining. Uh, so what I wanted to create a space uh, to where there's uh, it's both guided and unguided. 
but on the on the left side of the page, you have you know free range. I ha I have some of my little quotes to kind of get you started. I give you one example that says, "This is plain as I can put it. In certain circumstances, to show someone the value of your skills and talents, take them away." So that's my little Kickstarter for that day, or you know, for you to be free range. And on the right side of the page, I have a intriguing question. I have something that kind of guides you to make you answer something. And so when I started writing the journal, uh, it, it's it's all down to a basic year. Some people do it in a month. Some people do it, you know, over the course of the year. But it's 52 questions, and and it's and it could literally take a year out of your life to fully write and put things down because I know people are busy. They got a lot of stuff going on. So I didn't want to have it. You have to write every day, 360. That's not going to happen. Right. I know it's not going to happen. And so I give you an example for like one of these questions on the right. Um, it talks about from credit score to love to, uh, to change. It says, uh, hello, black man. What is one thing you wish you could change about yourself? Describe steps to change. So that could be a weight problem. That could be an appearance problem. That could be a, a job. Uh, but these questions aren't normal, everyday questions. My son would never ask me what I want to change about myself. My significant other may not. It, it may not be a comfortable conversation. So now right. I can kind of get my insecurities uh, down uh, because I'm, I'm 41 years old. I'll be 42 next month. And I used to, used to have a head full of curly hair. You know, <laughs> I used to. I used to. So now uh, my, my uh, hereditary baldness is in. I'm standing up top and got cow nicks on the side. And I got a, you know, a crown in the back. And it doesn't look like I looked 20 years ago. So, you know, that could be something that, I, that I'm able to express that, hey, listen, I have some, you know, some issues with, you know, balding and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to work the new look and stuff like that. And so now for other men that have the same issues, they can say, hey, you know what? I got the same problem. That's something I'm down to dealing with. You know, I'm wearing hats all the time, trying to figure out, do I cut it off or keep it? Or, you know what I'm saying? When, when is it a must go? And so now I can pass it down to my, so now let's say in 200 years, my great, great, great grandson, he's going bald. And so now he kind of has the guidelines that, man, my great, great grandpa had the same problem. He, you know, he kind of worked through it. And so it could be like a real legacy, a real piece of history that mm. I, I'm able to push on and, 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 and allow somebody else to have some answers that I answer. I don't want them to say, well, I think, uh, Papa Jamie would have thought that, so I think Papa Jamie would. You don't have to. You don't have to wonder now, because now I'm going to say, "Hey, this is exactly how I felt about credit. Exactly how I felt about religion at this time, at this point of in my life." Yeah, no, I think that's awesome. Um, you know, I, I talk a lot on this show about um, different practices that I engage in to try and you know make myself feel better really. Okay. Um, and that's, you know, I do things like meditate and, and I read and I exercise and, um, and another one of the big ones on that list is, is journaling. Mm -hmm. Um, now I have not, I've not actually had a guided journal and I think that actually makes a ton of sense too. Cause like you said, you're giving people a prompt. And whenever I talk to people about journaling who don't do it, that's the, the most common thing they say is, well, I don't know what I would write. Right. I don't know where yeah. to start. Exactly. So you're, you're really helping to facilitate like, Hey, let's remove that barrier. 
now you've got something and, and yeah. you've got a place to start at. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is the questions are unique because there were things that, one, I knew my son didn't know about me. Uh, I have a 13-year-old son. And, I, and I, each one of these questions is, is something I wanted him to know about me. And I know at 13 years old, he's not going to ask. But I, I think he has the, the brain power and mental capacity to understand my answer. And they were also questions that my dad had answered for me. And me and my dad have a great relationship, you know, you know, uh, and we talk about football and sports and work and, you know, the normal dad and son and dad talk. Uh, but some of these questions like who inspired him? Uh, I've never asked my dad who inspired him. Right. It just, it just, it doesn't come up in normal conversation. It doesn't come up with, you know, hey, your team sucks, or hey, you work in the day, or hey, it doesn't come up. Right. And so now I'm able to get some answers out of him, you know, why he's in a, you know, coherent, great mind, and you know, still writing and doing and stuff like that. And so I'm able to draw a lot of uh, information uh, from my father. Right, right. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think that's the, you know, that's another thing, too, that I think this kind of helps break down a a stigma, I guess you could say of it is Mm -hmm. a lot of people also kind of have this impression that like, if you're journaling, like it's like, dear diary, you know, and it's like this kind of corny thing. And I mean, it it could be and and to anyone listening that does that, I'm not trying to make fun of you. It's fine. But it doesn't have to be that. You know what I mean? Like, it, I mean, it can be what you want it to be. That's the great part of journaling. Right. If you want it to be corny and sappy, it's yours. You never have to show anyone. Now, right. if you want to take your take your journal, take your hello back man and give it to your daughter and think she's ready to really dig into your brain, then you would be surprised that, you know, maybe her reactions or what she, hey, this is spot on or what I thought, or hey, Dad, I had no idea, you know. I had no idea you felt this way about these, you know, these things. And the actual, uh, right now we have, you know, five unique journals. And each one of them, are, you know, have different questions based on the group we're trying to reach. Uh, we have the uh, Hello Back team uh, because it's just a, it's a different era with, with social media and the pressures, uh, things of that nature. Uh, myself, I was a class clown. I was, I loved having fun at school. Now, I didn't get into any real trouble, but as far as talking and, you know, laughing and joking and stuff like that, uh, and dancing and stuff, no camera phones. So, if right. you weren't in the room, you didn't know, you just know what someone told you. Uh, but now, you can make a mistake at 15 years old, and it's on the internet forever. You know, you can, you know, hey, you're 17, you want to have, have a couple of drinks? Yeah, sure. Well, I'm going to record you over here. Boom, I got you. Now, it's all over the world. All right. these boys are drinking. Oh, they was drunk. You know, it's, different. it's a different kind of pressure. We could be, I could really be a child. I could really be a kid at 15, 16 years old. Right. You know, clowning, with my, clowning with the few people that I was clowning with. And someone in another state had no clue I, I was, you know, that goofy. But now, right. it, it, they can so we have that one. Uh, we have the uh, Hello Black Child, Hello Black Child uh, book uh, based on just trying to ensure that children, that these children have an opportunity to continue to think outside the box, that nothing boxes them in. Uh, so it's a lot of uh, 
a lot of things in there, a lot of narratives, and there's, there's a lot of activities in there that pushes them to open up. So a child may be getting bullied. So we ask questions about, you know, what don't you like at school? You know, what's what's the worst part of your day? The worst part of their day could be PE. Or the worst part of their day could be when I go to a certain class. Well, what's going on in that class? Well, you know, who are you sitting by? What's, you know, why is the class so disruptive? Why, why do you hate going here? And so it kind of prompts some things that parents could possibly find out some information by. Mm. Uh, then uh, we have the Hello Black Woman. Uh, basically, getting some information from, you know, generations, you know, on up to down. Uh, social media has basically done some things, I, I feel like, especially in my community, as far as separating day-to-day uh, -to -day conversation, face-to-face -face conversation. Uh, I remember uh, when I was growing up, I, I'll just say, you know, I stayed in the country. I stayed way in the country, you know, 15 minutes. To me, 15, 20 minutes to get to a red light. That's country to me. Right. Um, and when I could hear the gravel uh, at my driveway, it excited me because I knew someone was coming. No matter mm -hmm. who it was, a uh, stranger turning around, cousin, a aunt, a friend, you know, somebody from whoever, uh, it, it excited me. It, it was something I wanted to engage in conversations. Who, who, who were they? Did they have kids? Were they coming to see my, uh, my, 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 uh, my dad's uh, paint shop or whatever? But now it's all about don't come to my house unannounced. Don't stop by here. Like that, that, that's normal now. Right. So that's, that's a complete different narrative change. Uh, and so I just want to ensure that the communication happens between my mother, my significant other, my daughter, that no, nothing is lost in translation. Uh, how to do certain things, how not to do certain things, how to carry oneself. Uh, all that has a, a role in it. And then I have the last one we completed was uh, the Hello Black Couple. And what it does is it's, a, it's an opportunity for two people to write in the same journal. Mm. So, 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 you know, swapping journals, if you're a couple and you want to uh, do some activities together, all that is in this journal. It, it's a year journal, although it's kind of thick, but it does give you some activities to do about, uh, write about things that bring meaning to your life. And so now, right next to your significant other, you can write down some things that, that mean a lot to you. And you can see some things that mean a lot to them. And hey, we have things alike. We have things that's different. Uh, and then in this journal also, you have, it, it makes you think, hey, one, one of them is laughter. It says, purchase a lottery ticket. Write about how you will spend your winnings. Uh, buy an article of clothing for your partner. Write the your honest opinion of your new item. So it kind of gives them some little things to do and get to know one another. Say, so, hey, if you know me so well, go buy me something. Buy me something, you know, not an expensive, but, you know, not a Louis a Louis bag or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> but just something. And say, so, hey, you know me well, that fits me. Or this is outside of my box. You know, what made you, you know, get me this? And you want to see me in something different, something blue, something, you know, a change of pace. So all that is in prep in it. So, uh, right now we have, you know, five unique journals and they've been, they've been going, doing very, very well through Amazon and through our websites. Yeah, man, that's super cool. That That's cool that you've got the, the variety like that. And I, 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 when it comes to journaling, you know, um, another thing that it does, 
and, and really the, the way that I kind of utilize it, because um, again, I'm doing kind of a more free form thing. It's not, it's not as, as directed, you know, as, as what you've got. Um, but it, what it does is it helps me to organize my thoughts. Um, I, and I've said this before on the show, so apologies to longtime listeners, but <laughs> I can have a thought in my head that maybe it's like a problem or an anxiety or something. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I can, and I, I don't think this is unique to me, but I can sit for 10 straight hours if I wanted to and think the same thought the whole 10 hours mm-hmm. and, and the anxiety just builds over that time. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. try and do that, but, <laughs> um, but again, it'll be that same thought. But if you, if I go to write, if I go to journal, I can write that down. And, and I always say, it's like, I'm not Bart Simpson. Like I'm not going to write, the same thing a hundred right. <laughs> so yeah. it kind of it, what it does is it kind of and i don't know how it works or why it works but but i found that it kind of makes my go okay what's next yeah what would be next you know it, it's like you write a plan it's like you can kind of see something unfolding yeah but if you're writing down okay that's the problem that's kind of a problem maybe that's not so big of a problem maybe i can change this yes this is my next step hey this is an answer it's kind of how right. it goes sometimes. It goes for me, especially. So I definitely understand that. Definitely. Yeah. Well, and I just, so I think it's really, it's, it's you know, and obviously this is why you created it and, and why it's succeeding, but it's just really powerful because it, 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 you know, as you've already touched on, you know, A, it's helping to organize thoughts, and then B, it does so in a space where you don't have to try and justify every single thought that you, or, you know, or, or sentence that, that you might come up with yeah, because maybe so. you write something and three sentences later, you realize that the first sentence isn't really what you think, you know, but there's that time to consider it that yeah. you maybe get in a conversation with someone, even if it's someone that you love, you know, right. You, you don't, sometimes you don't get a chance to say, I take that back. No, no, you. I heard you say it. No, that's, that, was, that was the first thing you said. You must have meant it. Like, no, I misspoke. Yes. But, but, but once you, but, but once that happens, there's no taking it back. There's no like. Well, you said you love. Uh, you said that your uncle Mike will motivate you most. Well, like, why would you say that? And that, like, no, I was just thinking about this certain situation. No, you like. It will turn into a full-blown argument. It will, yeah. it will turn into something more than what it is. Uh, so with this, with the writing, you can say, hey, Uncle Mike, uh, he's a part of this area. Then he said, oh, let me make sure I put this person here. Let me make sure I add. Let me make sure I do these things in some type of sequential order of hierarchy. Uh, it kind of gives you an opportunity to kind of get it all out. A, a young lady sent me a picture of her journal today. It looks like I, I can't even imagine. The page is there's no there's probably no white lines, white space on it. Just filled with ink. Just filled with ink all the way up and down. Huh. She says I started writing and I literally could not stop. That's she awesome. says, I started writing about you know what I'm writing about this question. She says I couldn't stop. I could not stop. So that's definitely Yeah, yeah, no, that's great.
I've been journaling for a while now. And earlier this year, I kind of had this moment where I had this kind of personal epiphany and it was, it was a really powerful kind of moment. But, but what ended up happening was I had a thought and it kind of like hit me, you know, kind of shocked me a little bit. And I was like, Oh, wow. But then what I did was I actually, I was like, I got to start writing. And so I just started writing in the journal and it was, I mean, it's not like I was possessed or something. I, I was still definitely me, but it was almost like it was a stream of consciousness. Like it was almost like I didn't know what I was going to write next. Like I was mm-hmm. just going and man, I mean, it, it turned out to be a, a really um, kind of big moment in, in my life for me and, and, and kind of a turning point for me. But I attribute a lot of that to the habit of journaling because I don't know that I would have got all that yeah exactly if i would have just been thinking about it or or even you know saying it out loud or something to myself um how 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 clear journaling allows you to be is phenomenal because mm -hmm. you can gather thoughts put them down gather thoughts put them down in conversation you don't always have that opportunity Mm -hmm. and in conversation there's a lot of no matter how smooth of an operator you are, there are going to be those awkward times. Do I say this? Do I not say this? Uh, but at, when you're journaling, you can say everything. And you can choose, hey, okay, now I have this answer. If I want to share some, share some of it, I can. I can share 70% of it. The other 30 is for me personally. Uh, so that's why it, it's it's so, I guess, enlightening to me. So I'm a, I know your listeners can't see. I'm going to show you uh, just one of my entries. So here's one of my entries here. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, uh, it cool. <laughs> cool. And so what I did on this particular one is, uh, do you have, uh, do you have children? I do not. I do not. No, not. no, no wife, no kids. <laughs> Living uh, the bachelor life. <laughs> that, that's great. So listen, even with that, so if someone wanted to know more about you, uh, you could have a collective space to reveal some things. Mm-hmm. In, in certain convers- like I say, in normal everyday conversation, I, I'm gonna give you this one, and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to read this quick passage. Cool. Yeah. And I, and what I did was I allowed my son to read it. So I allowed, I, I you know, I allowed him to video himself reading something from me. Cool. And so now he never has to wonder what motivates his dad. He mm-hmm. never has to say, hey, you know what? Uh, but I think my dad was motivated by this, but this motivate no. That that's it's crystal clear now. So this is the question. It says, Hello black man, what or who motivates you? Describe how it feels to be motivated. I said time motivates me. I'm forty one years old as of today, and the older you get, the time that once was on your side and you felt all of it in, in the world seems to be dwindling. Time pushes me to wake up early and stay up late to get things done. Time is a great motivating driver because no one knows how much you may have remaining. Purpose motivates me. Knowing something I do or create can change the world so quickly and vastly. Purpose exposes your passion, or at least it should. Having purpose and living in it allows me to seek the greater good. Purpose is something that will be evident long after I am gone, and that's important to me. People motivate me. Both my parents are still alive and in good health. I have children I want to set great examples for. I have an inner circle that loves me unconditionally. It feels inspiring to be motivated. It allows me to push or pull, to go through or go around. So now there's no question 
what motivates his dad. So if, if it's a time that he feels I may be depressed, he knows what motivates me. It's a, if it's a time where he feels he may be under some type of depression, now he knows things that motivate his dad could also motivate him. So there's like a key. So he's like, he has an answer key already. Uh, so, hey, he can he can transpose these answers into his life, into his son's life, into his great, great grandchild's life. So that's the whole, you know, the movement of it is to be able to use some of the things that I've done or uh, mistakes. Uh, and and it, it's not meant to be a pretty, I've got everything right type of thing. So these, you know, the questions in here are if, if I could simply jot down the answer, I did not put them in the journal. If they were like, oh yeah, I know this is, I, I, I put none of those in the journal. Every mm-hmm. question is, hmm, wow. Let me think, let me, hold on for a second. Let me gather my thoughts. Um, one of, uh, a guy that, one of the guys that bought one of these journals, he told me it took him three weeks. He said, I had this journal in my hand at work, at home. He said, I, I had it in my backpack. He says, anywhere I could take it, I took it. He said, it took me three weeks to get started. He said, because, you know, he says, he says, I would think of what I wanted to say, and then I would have so many more emotions and thoughts. To, he said, I didn't know where, how to start. Uh, and he said, once he started, he said he, he wrote about half the journal up the first time he started writing. Um, wow. this, is the, this is the first question in the journal. It says, hello, bike man. What is your most impactful childhood memory and how did it change? Mm. He says he knew exactly what it was for about 30 seconds. And he says he had pen, he says he clicked it, and he's going to write, and he thought about another childhood moment. Mm-hmm. He says, he says, wait a minute. See, both of them were impactful, but which one was most? He says, before the day was over, he thought about things he had thought about in 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. He says, now he has a, a, so many ideas. He says, but the question is, the most impactful, not, you know, not one that was impactful, the most. He says, man, he says, it took me three weeks to figure out what was the most impactful moment of his childhood. Uh, so that, that are those questions that I don't think uh, uh, an everyday child or significant other, wife or brother, uh, you know, I, I have family members that, you know, what they do is they write in their journal all week and they swap journals on Sunday. Mm. So a mother, you know, a mother, wife, mother, child, they, you know, don't bother one another all week, jot in your journal what you want to write, and then they just kind of swap uh, on Sunday. And it's like a real reveal. They really show some things that, you know, the other person didn't know. Right, right. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, you know, ultimately what, you're, what you've created is just, a, again, a, a place for people to, to first organize their own thoughts. But it sounds like the primary inspiration really is to, to help people facilitate clear and concise and honest mm-hmm. communication between one another. Mm-hmm. That's it. What was your relationship with writing like prior to starting this program? Like how long have you been journaling or, or how, you know? Drought, a complete drought, a complete drought of writing. Um, I'll, I'll tell you this, coming through high school and into college, I love writing. I love writing. 
poetry. I love writing anything. I was a full-blown, I love writing the art of it, the art of conversation, the art of, of you know, writing a story. Uh, but as, as my life progressed, it just, it was one of those things that just kind of set to the side. Uh, it didn't have the, it didn't get the spark from people's eyes at that time period in my life. So it was like, ah, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I, I ain't right right now. I used to have journals of poetry and stuff like that. And it just got to a place where it wasn't cool. It wasn't the cool thing to do. So I was like, ah, uh, you know, no big deal. And so as I got through, um, you know, got through life, I got busy and, you know, work and career and kids. And uh, it, it was just one of those things where I just, just didn't write at all. And what happened was I got a divorce. And so uh, after the divorce, uh, my son stayed with his mom for a you know, period of time. And then he wanted to come stay with me. And I quickly found out that my way of thinking and my communication and the way what he was used to receiving was very different. It was I quickly found it out right. because my mom and dad are, are, are very militant. I guess I would say my, my mom and dad they're not uh, very affectionate, super affectionate, and I, and I don't want to say that in a way where people you know your listeners think that my mom beat me all the time, anything <laughs> like that. But my mom is not. Oh, let me give you a kiss. Oh, let me give you a hug. This is it's, it's not who she is. Right. You know, my dad the same way, you know. Um, and like for me, when, when my mom told me, uh, Jamie, the trash goes out on Wednesday, Wednesday morning, the trash goes out. And my mom, for the duration of my staying with her, she did not have to tell me that again. There's no conversation over and over about getting <laughs> the trash out on Wednesday. Like right. that, that conversation does not have to be had. Like I knew it meant business. Like Wednesday morning, the trash is out. Right. You can put it out Tuesday night. You can put it out Wednesday at 5 a.m. But when that trash is running, and if you don't have it, I have ran down the street to catch the, the trash truck. <laughs> I have. I'm telling you. Uh, you know, my mom, it's just, this is who she was. And my mom, is, I'm 6'5", and, yep. and, and, and a solid guy. My mom is 5 foot nothing, 100 and nothing. She's 5 nothing. <laughs> nothing a hundred and nothing and i knew to have that trash where it's mm -hmm. supposed to be mm -hmm. and so here i am you know i'm towering over my son i'm telling him to get the trash out the trash goes out on thursday here thursday and monday get the trash out and so i get home trash piled up everywhere i'm like dude have you lost your mind <laughs> like the, i told you last week oh i forgot that's, that's not gonna cut it like you don't forget every week like this is what you do. You take the trash out. You open the trash. You the trash manager, right? You know. And so <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things. I'm like, dude, come on now, you know. And so it, it was frustrating him. It was frustrating me. And so I was like, well, let me try to figure out a way to, you know, open do some better communication with this guy. Mm. Um, but you know, before one of us is hurt. And so I felt like he he liked to write. He's a drawer. I used to draw. Early, early on, he, he his his artistic work is far better than mine at his age. Uh, and I said, man, well, maybe if I allow him to answer some questions and I allow him to ask me some questions about what I like, what I don't like, you know, what I want to be and do. And it kind of started there. 
And so I thought about all the things I wanted him to know about me. And I started thinking about all the things I didn't know about my dad. And that's kind of how the whole thing, whole, you know, the first journal, Hello Black Man, started. And the next was the woman and the child and the teen uh, from that standpoint. But it's one of those, you know, communication things where um, it's it's invaluable. It is it, it, it's an invaluable tool uh, if it's used. And I tell people all the time, I ask people all the time, don't get a journal for me. Um, don't get a journal to say, hey, I'm supporting. Uh, if you get one and you write in it, you, 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 you've done exactly what the tool was meant for. If you get it and put it to the side and put it on your bookshelf to look pretty, it's no need to have it. It's like having a, you know, uh, a brand new Lamborghini and parking it in the backyard because you don't right. want something to happen to it. Like that's, that's, <laughs> not why, that's not what you do. Right, right. Now that makes sense. Yeah, to 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 quickly touch on the the parenting stuff you were talking about, like, I, I my parents, I wouldn't describe as militant, um, but and and to, I mean, I got spanked a little bit as a kid, you know that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but otherwise, it was nothing crazy. Ever. No, nothing crazy. Um, but there was a look that my parents had that said to me that they would fight me when we got home if I kept going with whatever I was doing wrong. And again, you, they you, never you did the line. You do the line. Like, yeah, and I don't know how, because uh, again, they never actually did it, but somehow there was a look, and I believed them, <laughs> and so we would we would call it, you know? <laughs> like, ah, that's, ah, shut it down, shut it down. Right, right. And I don't, I don't, and again, I'm not a parent now, and I don't, you know, I don't have kids or anything, so I don't, I don't speak from any experience at all, but it seems like maybe, like, kids are just, I don't know if they're braver or if they know how society works better now, but like, there's not that same. And I, I know that fear is not, is not the thing that we're trying to communicate, but it's like, they're healthy. It's a healthy fear. It's, yeah. I had a very, I had a very healthy fear. Very healthy. Right. Like I knew, like I could wake up and hear that garbage truck. Like, Oh my God, let me get out here right now. I mean, right. like it's time to move. And my son, and I, I know I am more, uh, you know, I know I'm louder. I know I'm physically more imposing than my mother was for me. Right. In the 10th grade, I could put my chin on my mom's head, like stand over her. Right. And I knew not to do it. You know, I knew better than to do it, but I'm just saying as far as physically imposing. Uh, but it, 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 it didn't click. It's not the same. It was not the same fear. I don't know. The same. Right strength of communication i, I guess be a, another yeah <laughs> I, I get you man my so i'm also six five uh, oh. my mom is actually six feet tall so wow. i didn't catch her until the very end so okay. <laughs> you, you look out of eye you still looking up right so <laughs> oh. right right, okay. right um well that's awesome so obviously you're you know you're using this and started using it with your with your son and then you talked earlier about how you've also used it with your own father mm-hmm. um and then you've shared a few stories where you've you've had other you know people that have written in the journal and they've you know shared their experiences with you so are you doing work with individuals in any way or are these just people who've reached out to you through the website or how is that well, well we have not started that yet but we're we're working on a short documentary of people that this thing is really changing and we want to make sure they have a platform and able to speak back out on what it has done for them. 
so right now, people are just kind of influxing us with information with, hey, I have a journal. This is what I've written. This is what I love about it. This is what it's allowing me to do. So that's the big part of what we want to see because we are you know, so much more alike than we are different in the problems that we have, you know, if it's financial, if it's mental, if it's spiritual, physical, whatever it may be, uh, you know, from a mental standpoint, uh, we, we're going through certain stages and, and insecurities. Uh, so I want to ensure that those people know that they have a place to express and show, express and say, hey, listen, this is what I'm going through right now. And other people, may be going through the same thing. Other people may be going through some of the same, and it's, this may really help someone out. Uh, so that's what we're working on right now. We have plans, and we have books that have been purchased through our sponsorships, where people uh, have purchased enough books for uh, 30 inmates, uh, 30 people that have been incarcerated for whatever cool. reason. And so now, We'll go in and, you know, kind of talk to them, say, this is what I'm going to provide with you, and I'm going to come back, and we're going to, you know, go through some of the things you've written and tell me why. Uh, has anyone ever asked you these things? We're going to do that. And then the next place we'll go is we're going into some nursing homes. Uh, because I think there's a lot of, I, I would say, not lost, but forgotten yeah, uh, information that is in there. People that just want conversation. They just want to be able to, uh, say some things and still be impactful, still be important. And I think that they, they, they have it and they just need an outlet for it. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's easy, you know, and, and this is probably everyone, but I think it's easy to, to, to sometimes get caught in this mindset that, like, the, the way the world's been for the last 10 or 20 years is the way the world's always been. Mm-hmm. And man, uh, maybe that was true in like the like the eighteen hundreds or something. You know what I mean? When, when things were changing, but but man, in this lifetime, at this point in time, I mean, things have changed so rapidly that especially when you talk to to, to older folks, they've just they just know a world that. I mean, if you were born after the year two thousand, and I mean, I, I'm a little older than I'm thirty six, but that you don't know, like there's <laughs> that you that it is unfathomable. You know what I it mean? Is. <laughs> it, 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 it truly is. I, I'm, I'm 41, about to be 42, and there's things I tell my daughter. I have a 16 year old daughter. There are things I tell her just about me growing up, just about me. So I, I, I'll tell you this, and I'll, I'll tell my daughter this, and she was like, "What?" So <laughs> my dad, so my, so my, 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 my dad got us a satellite. You know what I'm saying? It's the old, big, huge thing in the yard. You no, know, eight foot by ten foot. You know. And you had to go out there and crank it by hand. It was notches on it to tell you where to stop it and, you know, what channel it would be on the inside. And she was like, what? I'm like, yeah. i like, that was the first, you know, kind of like cable TV. I said, but you, know, you had to go out there and move it, you know, turn it and, you know, crank it around like a bicycle. And it would turn here or there. And you could, you know, try to find movies, western and stuff like that. It wasn't. It was no more than, you know, another 15 or 20 channels. But back then, that was mind-blowing. Right. Was there was three otherwise. Right. <laughs> it was mind-blowing, the fact that you could watch something in Spanish uh, with this huge satellite outside. Uh, and she's like, you had to go outside? I said, if you want to turn the channel, yes. You had to turn the channel. You had to turn the satellite in a different direction. Huh. Just to pick up a channel. I'm like, yeah. like, no way. I'm like, yeah, seriously. 
Right. So, so that's a different world for her, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, certainly technology has changed a lot, but just everything. I mean, society in general. I mean, the social things and oh yeah, I don't know, just all sorts of stuff is so different. And I think you're absolutely right. It's just all I was getting at that that there's a lot of value in in, in what your idea is with the nursing homes. I think that's a really cool. I think that's a really cool idea. state that we're in in our nation right now with with mm-hmm. race and that kind of stuff i mean obviously the journal is called hello black man mm-hmm. but do you, is it is it true that like someone like myself who's a white man could 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 go through this and obviously you know the questions are not directed exclusively at a black person so yeah, i get they're not, they're not. But, but at the same time like do you think it would be a way for someone like myself to maybe get insight into absolutely black culture yeah. right? and not culture i don't know absolutely. if that's the right word but yeah 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 i know i know culture's kind of thrown around a lot yeah it's kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of thrown around a lot but i i tell you this and and this is i'm, I'm gonna give you a couple examples because i wear i wear my hello black man shirt um i have different versions and stuff like that but i i've i've gotten i, I will say attention but so much intrigue into just the name. Um, one of the first guys that stopped me wearing a shirt was an older white guy. And so uh, we was out at a bar at some kind of listening party or something like that. And uh, I'm a very, I will say I'm a very diverse guy myself as far as traveling and going and doing and stuff like that. And so this guy kind of, kind of, you know, when I walk by, he's like, what is that? You know, I can tell it intrigued him. I didn't know if he could see what it was. And so I eventually stood in his direct path to see, you know, if he was looking directly at me. And he was. So I got close to the bar and he said, hey, buddy, what's going on? I said, how you doing? Well, how you doing? And he says, I want to ask you something. I said, what you got? He says, what, what does your shirt mean? What does it mean? He says, I know it means something. Uh, I says, what does it say? He says, hello, black man. I said, hello, how are you? He's like, nah, that's pretty cool. He's like, he, he said, man, that's pretty cool. He says, what is it about? I said, well, it's about a journal line, I told him. And he was ecstatic. This is no lie. He was, he was like, wow. He says, man, uh, you, he said, you're not going to believe this. He said, I know you're not going to believe this. He said, but my best friend's a black guy. He said, this is, he, he said, I know it doesn't sound real. He says, but I want to get him a journal. He says, birthday's coming up. I want to get him a journal, you know, just to give him something cool. I said, okay, well, that's cool. I said, I'll get you a card. He said, well, you know, where's your, you got a website? Or how can I get it? I said, well, it's on Amazon. I'll get you the website and, you know, whatever. He said, there you go. And so I'm just kind of like, okay, he says, okay, well, you know, show me how to get to it. You know, show me how to, you know, get it right now. I said, you want to get it right now in the bar? He says, he said, I want to buy it right now to ensure <laughs> I, that I don't forget. And so this guy, you know, he's not super 
you know, techie, you know, as far as that, you know, I got his credit card trying to show him how to, you know, do this, put his stuff in. So he's like, he's very trusting and stuff. I was like, I said, that's a, he really wants his friend to have. I said, he really wanted to have. First one of those where uh, I think that it's an opportunity to, to show uh, some, some, that there are unknowns that, that if they were better, I guess, better recognized by two people, white or black or whatever, you know, in this case, white or black, that, that those unknowns could reveal, you know, what a person has been through and why a person acts a certain way or why a person shields themselves from certain situations. Uh, and, 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 and you can kind of help figure out, you know, what a person has been through. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm 41 years old. I've never been harassed. I've never been called the N word, you know. So, so that's mind blowing to some some of some people that know me. Like it's mind blowing to them. Like, like you've never. I said, now I've never been pulled over and and targeted and stuff like that. Right. But it doesn't mean it doesn't. It hasn't happened. Or it doesn't happen. To, you know, in their situations, in different situations. But uh, it's been phenomenal. We definitely, I definitely have uh, white friends out that I've bounced things off of, and you know, I got a guy at work. He asked me every day, "How many, how many journals you say? You know, uh, how's it going? How's journal sales going? Stuff like that." So, I, I think it's an opportunity. It's always an opportunity for, to bring up conversation. Always opportunity to bring up uh, answers and right. questions that need answering. Yes. Yeah, well, and I think, you know, another thought I've had just, just listening to you explain it also is that, you know, the, another thing that I think it would do um, is is it, it would give an opportunity for, for someone, you know, a, a white person, for, for example, to look in and see and, and see how similar the questions are to the questions that would be important to them, right? Because that's, yeah. the, that's the ridiculous thing about all of us. We're not actually different, you know what I mean? We're but, not actually, exactly. <laughs> like we're exactly. all just people trying to live and... And so it's like, it, even you know, maybe there's some insight into into to, to being black in America or something. But then also maybe there's some insight into the fact that like it's just a bunch of humans in America, that's and it's it. a bunch that's of people. All we you are. Know? Uh, that's all we are. That's all we are. Uh, and, and and like I said, because I can't speak on you know on your on your community as far as communication and things that they it, stand. Uh, the why why it is I guess why it is you know uniquely for me uniquely for uh, it says hello black man is because I know how bad my communication has been mm -hmm. so I wanted to start with me my communication and my transparency has been horrible throughout my life mm -hmm. and, and so and, and so it, it I it's like I said you have to start at home. Uh, yeah. For for me, I'm home, you know, and, yep. and so being able to say, "Hey, my communication is broken. Uh, my communication is broken with you know my parents." Uh, I, I'll tell you this: like I have so many stories. It, it, the the journal movement is about a. It starts next month will make a year, and I'm having my first book signing next month in my hometown. Cool. Uh, I found out something a few months ago about my mother. So my mother is uh, 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 up into her 60s. I'm 41. And I've never asked my mom what she wanted to be growing up. Mm. And so I guess when it came up, I was kind of embarrassed. Like, 
you know, I know, you know, my mom worked at, uh, in her hometown uh, at a Sanderson farm, a chicken plant, you know, they made boxes, you know, Miss Goldie. Uh, mm-hmm. And she did that for as long as I can remember, 20 plus years, you know, until she retired. And it was just so embarrassing because I, I know how hard of a worker my mom has been. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I guess I should have known she had aspirations before she walked right. into a chicken plant. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, she didn't grow up saying, oh, I can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait to go to the chicken plant and work 20 years. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, she right. had to have some other aspirations. Right. And so I, I called my mother. I was doing a live and I called her and, you know, while we were doing a live, and I said, Mom, let me ask you something. You know, what did you want to be when you grew up? She's like, what? I said, yeah. I said, you know, at some point you were 17, 18 years old, finishing high school. Uh, what did you want to be when you were growing up? And my mom told me she she thought that being a flight attendant was the coolest thing. You know, yep. she had been on a she had been on a plane, but you know, the commercials and just how it was advertised. You know, during her during that time, she said she thought it was absolutely her dream job. And I could see her in. I could see her. My mom is five nothing, hundred and nothing. You know what I'm saying? Um, but to learn something, to really learn something about a person you've been knowing your whole life, yeah, it, 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 it's it's changing. It's like life altering for me to know that about my mom right now. And so this is where it's a conversation starter. Yeah, no, that's really, that's really powerful. I mean, I, um, and, and it's, you know, there's a, um, this is a weird segue, but I'll, I promise I'll land the plane. Um, (laughs) there's a, there's a, a rapper out now, Joyner Lucas. I don't know if you're familiar with Mm -hmm, him or not. mm -hmm. But he has a song that he came out with, I think, earlier this year that's called Will, and it's about Will Smith. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it, I love it, and especially the video, because, like, oh, yeah, the video movies or whatever, it's mm-hmm. so But the, the point that he's kind of making is, like, you know, we always tell everyone how important they are, like, after they're gone, which is crazy, because <laughs> why? So he's, you know, trying to, to let Will Smith know, like, hey, I'm a, a popular artist now. And you're a big reason why, and you're still around and still mm-hmm. in your prime to some extent, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really cool, a really, really cool thing. And I relate it to myself personally because, you know, I have a, a, a grandmother. Well, I, I, yeah, I have a grandmother, but she passed away, you know, in 2007. And I knew while she was alive, what I knew about my grandmother was that she came over from Denmark when she was a little girl. She mm-hmm. had a insanely hard life as a little kid. I mean, like got tied to a tree at one point for punishment for hours on, I mean, just crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I knew that she married my granddad who was in world war two. And then, I mean, I knew she raised my mom and my, Mm -hmm. you know, my aunts and uncles or whatever. And then other than that, I knew she was my grandmother and she made Thanksgiving dinner and she sewed me a big bird doll when I was a little kid. And she was Mm -hmm. always there for me and she was cool. Well, then we go to her funeral when she passed in 2007 and all these people get up and start talking about her. And it turns out that she was like the the leader of the women's club in her town. And she was the leader of like all these different community groups, super engaged. I had no idea, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, how cool would it have been to know that when she was around so I could have asked her about it and got some insight from her, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, the, the point just being that yet again, like this is a really good tool because like you said, it's a conversation starter 
And if people use it now <laughs> with the loved ones that are around now, like you might, you might unlock things that you even knew, didn't know were there about, about your family. You know what I mean? That's you it. might find new connections that you didn't even know you could. That's the goal. That's it. Yeah, That's man. It. Yeah, man. That's, that's really, that's really awesome. I'm really, I'm, I, I'll be honest with you, man. I didn't win. And this is maybe too behind the scenes for the, the listeners, but I mean, we met in like a Facebook message group or I don't yeah. even know uh-huh. what it was. And I didn't really know exactly what you, what you did, but the, but the truth is, is the name hello black man. I was like, well, that's interesting sounding. Yeah. And so then I messaged you and we, you know, we ended up setting up something or whatever. And then I went of course and started looking at what you were doing, but it's just, it's really, it's really awesome. Um, and, and to be clear, you know, when I asked earlier about the, the, the fact that it's called hello black man, yeah. I don't think that there's, I think that's great because like you said, it, it's, it's to help, you know, first you and then your family and then expand that to, to, you know, that community and then mm-hmm. outside of that. But it makes sense to start somewhere focused because it allows people to understand like, Hey, th- like this bigger idea of journaling applies mm-hmm. to this oh, niche absolutely. as well. You know absolutely. what I mean? It, it, it's not something that is, I don't it's, feel like it's exclusive is what I mean. No, it's, no, it's, it's, def- it's definitely not, no. absolutely not exclusive. It's no. absolutely not exclusive. What I want to do is I want to get my community included in yes. this journey. Yes, yeah. I want, to, I want them to understand that they can write some things down and yep. how phenomenal it will be. Uh, I've, I've been in uh, people's homes where, uh, you know, the loved one has passed um, and they find something that that person wrote. It could be nothing. It could be a note about going to the grocery store or, uh, hey, I need to take care of these bills. Those notes are so sentimental. These yes. are just notes, nothing notes. You know what I'm saying? Just notes about, you know, this football game. My mom my mom writes down her scores for uh, solitaire and, 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 and little games right. on her computer. And I know my mom's handwriting. Like, I could just see it. And to know that, you know, that person wrote it and had meaning behind it and if something was going on during that time, it's like a piece of history. Uh, and, and that's, you know, like right now. So imagine having real answers from yeah. that person, you know, far, yeah. far after they're gone. I, I think it's just an opportunity or two that if, if we could get it, you know, pushed, started and out there in front of people, uh, I think it would really, really blow some people's minds. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right, and you're right about the little stuff that's that's seemingly trivial, mm-hmm. and how much it can matter. I mean, I, my father passed away in, in 2004, and just last year I had my sister come on the podcast, and we just did an episode about his life, and and then you know ultimately his passing, kind of how we how we processed that, and it was a really really cool thing for her and I had to get to do. But what she brought with her to the recording that I didn't know she had was a um, uh, his answering machine where he had, you know, hey, this is Mike Near, leave him. I mean, it's nothing, you know what I mean? It's not like, it's not like he's speaking to me. It's just his answering machine yeah. recording. Waterworks, man. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> crazy, you know what I mean? Like, it was crazy. And, and again, it's it's little, and but it, it meant something. So you're right that that if something like that can be that impactful, like, man, mm-hmm. if, I, if, I, if I stumbled upon a journal that he had, like, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you had to lock yourself up for a week. To read right. it, and reread it, right. and hold it, and smell it. Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure, man. for sure. Yeah, man. Yep, that's awesome. Um, 
So, uh, you know, I, I definitely, this is a, a great conversation, but is there anything else you wanted to, to talk about at all? Is there anything we haven't got to? Because I want to make sure we cover as much uh, as you want to, man. This is awesome. Uh, that's it. Like I said, we're, we're working um, to expand, you know, what we're doing, expand the communities that we reach right now. Um, we've had some, uh, we have a spring, I guess, a social media conference that we'll have, uh, get some people together. We had pre-COVID uh, conferences set up and mm-hmm. the world changed forever. Yep. <laughs> uh, and so we've been, you know, trying to work around that. And uh, like we wanted to do more traveling. Uh, that was our goal. Uh, and it's November of 2019. We had excuse me, flights booked set for uh, February, March, April, May, like somewhere every two weeks, Atlanta, New York, and Missouri, Idaho. I mean, we had uh, we had a, a cheap flight system here in, uh, in out of Jackson called Frontier. And we, we were like, okay, 39 books. We don't care where we're going. We're going to go and set up and talk to people and just meet some new people. And literally, I'm talking about like literally like three weeks before, you know, we were set to, you know, hit the road and start our tour, like the world stopped. Like, right. oh, shut down, you know. And I'm in automotive. I am a manager in automotive manufacturing. So, you know, I build cars. Shut down. Months. Two, almost, almost two months. Not a car was built. Nothing. Man. And so it was like, wow. Like, really? Like, right now? Like, this is uh, this is not the flu? Are you sure? Like, no, it's not. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I promise you. It was a, it's like, oh, wow. And so it, it just kind of changed everything you know i uh before this thing i'd never been on a podcast i'd never thought much about it uh it's been a great uh great opportunity for me to you know come on and meet some people meet some different people uh just to just to express you know some things i'm doing let them know that hey you know when the podcast drops i'll be dropping you on my page or my my facebook uh uh Hello, Black Man has you know almost twelve thousand followers in just a year, so it's it's been doing well there. Uh, awesome, man! But I, you will see it. I mean, the movement and what it's about, and it's not it's not anything negative about it. It's nope. not anything negative about it. You know, uh, you know, people. You know, there's no angle to say this is a bad thing for me. It's not. You know. Uh, yeah. Like I, I have people. I've I've been in places where I was the only black person walk in, and people read my shirt. They're like, "Hello, black man." I'm like, "Hey, how y'all doing?" It's just a, it's it's an icebreaker. It's right. been it's been cool wherever I've been. It's been a it's just been a phenomenal journey. Uh, that's that's really it. My Facebook page, like I say, all everyone. Uh, uh, the Walk Show podcast. They're welcome on to Hello Black Man, uh, the Facebook page. Uh, come on in, come in, and you know, let's talk about some things. I'm going to have a session. I'm, I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad your audience may be a little different than my community. Uh, but I'm going to have some sessions where I allow people outside of my community to ask questions, like direct to my community. Mm. You know, you know, say, hey, listen, this is, you know, a question from a, this is a, from a white male perspective. Why does this happen? What do you think about this? Mm-hmm. And uh, th- because I want this to be an engaging and an inviting and a transparent uh, 
topic, you know, communication, a, a, a yeah. portal, uh, and allow people to really have some conversation, open conversation. Why do you believe this candidate? Why do you believe this policy? How does this help you? Uh, because I, I said I graduated political science pre-law a long, long time ago. Uh, but I think that communication has to have. We have to have open dialogue. It has to be some real open. And it doesn't mean we have to agree. I'm, a, I'm great at that. I'm great at saying no. I absolutely think that it's terrible. And you think what I think is terrible, okay, what's the next question? Right. Um, and, and we have to be able to, to do that. Uh, and uh, the website is uh, helloblackman.com. We own Instagram at Hello Black Man Journal, Twitter, HBM Journal. Uh, and we're just kind of out there, you know, pushing every single day, meet people, greet people, podcasts, radios, and uh, just in comments, learning, you know, learning, to learn. Yeah, man, that's that's great. Uh, you know, and I, I don't mean you just gave the ending spiel. I don't mean to now railroad over that, but on, we'll, have, we'll have links in the show notes for, for all of this for sure uh, mm-hmm. to different social media platforms, the website, the Amazon, you know, link, all that. Um, it, it, I just I think that it's interesting because obviously you didn't start this with COVID in mind because you didn't know it was going to happen, right? No. I, I didn't start talking about personal development on my show because of because of that. Because the same thing I didn't know was going to happen. I did it because I was trying to make me feel better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was trying to figure out my own life. And, right. Starting at home. Right. But then but then COVID <laughs> did happen. And I really enjoy getting the, the chance to help promote things like this, especially in this time, because there is, even with all of the, the weird stresses that exist in the world with COVID, it's a whole nother layer of stuff. And, and I think that it's easy for people to not understand that like your own mental health is going to affect everything else. And, and, uh, you know, obviously if, if you're suffering from something that's really acute, then maybe that's obvious, but you don't have to be suffering from depression diagnosed or anxiety diagnosed to still need to do maintenance on your mental health. Just like you, you don't go to the gym just because you're injured, right? You don't only work out physical therapy, right? right? Like. You, there's a maintenance to it, and Correct. that's what this is too. Is it's it's adding a maintenance routine to to taking care of yourself, which then extends, as you've you know illustrated through all these stories, to taking care of other people and and building this again, you know, community, family, and, and yourself, you know, all yeah. through this this one activity. Yeah. Um, I just think it's really important. Yeah. If you had to carry somebody, if you had to carry a child or another person, you could do it better if you were in shape. Right. Right. If you had to, you know, carry something on your shoulders, it would be better if your legs and back were strong. Right. Uh, so this is what it's all about. It's about getting to that point, getting, you know, working out. You're going to be sore the first couple of times. You pick these weights up, it's going to be a burden. But once you get into that fit and form and shape, you can do so much more. Mm-hmm. You can do so much more. You can go so many more places. Yep. Yep. That's awesome. All right. Well, Jamie Jenkins, thank you again so much for stopping by. Hello Black is the website. Again, we'll have it all in the show notes. And uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure, man. Thank you so much, man.
save us sons and daughters Headlines roam through the field Crimes failed to hit blotter And open bribes to charlatan feet Forgotten lambs left to the slaughter Upon judge, and they say from the front line. Not everyone starts at the same point or at the starting line. But down to fighting in an instant, just to see a angry picket sign. Shots are fired in the distance, and homes are burned as the moon rises. Standing at our back door And telling us all about the chain A Sunday shoe standing at our front door Telling us all the plane Withstand 
guys well that's going to do it for the show today thank you so much again to jamie jenkins for stopping by really had a great time chatting with you also again thanks to misha for the music and of course thank you listener for listening to the show today i also want to encourage you to check out my other podcast pick up your sticks which is available everywhere podcasts are found pick up your sticks is a podcast about video games but we really try and talk about why gaming matters Uh, so again you can find pick up your sticks anywhere you're listening again appreciate the listen have a great week stay up